welcome to episode 138 of the Customer Support Leaders podcast. I'm Charlotte Ward. This week we're feeling a little spooky, so stay tuned for five scary support stories. I'd like to welcome to the podcast today in this very spooky week, Antonio King, known as Tones to his friends. So Tones... Hello, here we are gathered around this beautiful campfire. So here we are among friends telling stories, but first, perhaps for our listeners, you'd like to introduce yourself. Sure. Well, first of all, um, thank you for adding to the camp out. I remember to bring my fleece jacket. Sometimes I do not. Uh, I forget and it gets really cold and I get upset at myself afterwards, but thank you for inviting me. Um, yeah, so I'm... Uh, Tones, as you said, I my real name's Antonio, um, and I've been in the support industry for only oh, 12 years, I think. Um, different facets, a lot of which has been e-commerce, and currently I am a program manager for Partner Hero, a BPO, out, BPO outsourcing um, organization for support. So, Awesome, awesome. Uh, thank you for taking time away to come and join us at this beautiful camp out and uh, you remember the jacket and, we're, and, you know, it's toasty around the fire. It's perfect time, perfect week, per- perfect atmosphere, is it not, for telling a few stories. Mm. And I think you have a story to tell, am I right? I do. Um, and this one actually haunts me all the time when I think about it. Um, and it comes up in reference quite often, actually, is how chaotic things can get in the support world. So it all started back in 2017, working for, ironically, a company that was the world's biggest online retailer for Halloween costumes. So as you can imagine, Mm. um, our peak season of traffic was quarter four to where, for reference, we would maybe do a million dollars in sales a month. Um, And then inside the timeframe of September to October for Halloween, we would do about a million dollars a day. Um, to where, to where that's not even the scary part yet, but I'm already nervous. We're already in here guys. Buckle in. Um, but our busiest day, which we always would call orange Tuesday, which was the Tuesday before Halloween, our busiest day, our busiest, um, order count. We saw 98,000 orders on that one day. And this is actually 2016 and I departed that company in 2016. So, um, very common for e-commerce brands, especially in quarter four, when everyone's shipping e-commerce wise, to encounter challenges um, with carriers, UPS, USPS, FedEx, all the good ones, without fail, had challenges every single year in the worst times of year. But this year was was particularly special because we as an organization back then were just kind of branching into developing our own product. So manufacturing our own product, getting it licensed, heavy licensing involved when it comes to e-commerce, especially for Halloween costumes. So we were fortunate to secure a license with um, the movie um, Back to the Future, which if you know the movie, there's a very, I mean, the entire wardrobe collection of that movie is iconic, but one of the more well-known pieces of items in that movie are these light up 
shoes that self-laced themselves. Oh, I want one of those still. I want one of those pairs of yeah. shoes. Mm-hmm. So we <clears throat> figured out after getting a license, we were we manufactured our own shoe, um, branded with a license uh, that lit up, and fortunately, or maybe unfortunately, didn't lace themselves at that point in time. Maybe maybe shoes can not. It's twenty twenty, which that might be terrible in itself. Um, but uh, so we discovered some shoes. We made these shoes, licensed them, but we only made a certain amount, specifically and strategically. We only decided to make. 300, I think. Now I'm more nervous. And I think you know where this is going, especially (laughs) when we talk about spooky season and Mm -hmm. catastrophes and and, and nightmares. So, you know, we we are engineering. Everything we use engineering-wise was built in-house. We're really fortunate to have like a 15-person engineering team. And um, especially when it comes to quarter four, we don't really prefer to take chances in that time of year anyway, because that's when, you know, 70% of your sales are going on. Um, so you need to make sure people can get in and get out and get things in time for Halloween. <clears throat> and uh, we had just launched a pre-order feature, maybe about mid-summer of that year prior to getting to quarter four. So we tested a few things, tested a few items that we sold for pre-order. Pre-order worked fantastically so we get to um time to to sell the shoes the 300 that we made and we decided to put 100 of them on pre-order only and there's there's good news and bad news in this story and a lot of facets the good news is word spreads so fast from different media outlets to news stations local and and national news stations and networks picked up on the fact that we created this back to the future shoe that was so highly sought after that we could see the amount of traffic the products page was generating on its own well before we got to launch time Mm -hmm. and we said okay this is great like this is going to be awesome um we're going to sell out all of these. This is going to be great learning factor. And just to give you a little background in, in terms of the support structure, we were very heavy in three channels, <clears throat> phone primarily, chat being secondary, and email being third. As you get closer to Halloween time, the phone blows up the most. Mm-hmm. So back in the real time of story, there were over... 60,000 people sitting on the product page waiting for launch time at 5.30 p.m. a week before Orange Tuesday. So this had to be like October 25th timeframe, maybe October 22nd. Mm -hmm. So we could see 50,000 people sitting on the product page just waiting for 5.30 p.m. to hit. Because when 5.30 p.m. hit, technology that our engineering team built would automatically enable purchases and remember, already a hundred of that, a third of that inventory was already allocated to those who pre-purchased. 5.30 p.m. hit. And you would think, <laughs> you would think everything in the world just shut down because our phone lines went dead because of the surge of traffic. People trying to call in an order. Our networking system in the building, which this was a company of 160 people back then in our HQ, went dead. Our inventory system 
went dead. The, the worst news about this piece, though, is people were able... So we sold out of those 300 in a minute and 15 seconds with those remaining 200 left. My gosh. <laughs> but what did not work was the fact that everyone, being 50,000 people, were able to purchase inventory even though we were already sold out of it. No, no. Yeah. And it took a while for us to get back online to solve the problem. And when we got back online, which is fortunately within like 20 minutes to half an hour, Mm -hmm. there were 700 orders in the queue for the shoes that we did not Mm -hmm. have inventory to fill. So think about it from the perspective of like, we had a thousand orders, 300 of those were already allocated. And then 700 more came through when we were already sold out within a minute and 15 seconds. Wow. going on? I can see the sweats in the, in the glow of the campfire tones. Oh, it's, uh, you're reliving it, aren't you? I'm living it with you at this point. It, it, the horror on my face on all of our faces as we watch the queue number jump to 60 people waiting, 80 people waiting on the phone, 90, 150, 300 calls waiting to be answered to get shoes that we were not only already sold out of, but we had oversold 7X. Wow. And how many people were in your team? We had at that moment only 25 people active. Wow. Right. So um, that quickly turned into an all hands on situation to where even the, the CEO, people from marketing, from product, from engineering just came over. And, and the, even, the part that was even more horrifying was that now we had to call all of those people who somehow were able to buy the shoes and tell them you're not going to get these shoes because we don't have any more to sell. And the amount of people who absolutely lost it on us was incredible. There was one specific guy who was buying shoes on behalf of his boss where he just broke down crying. Oh, no. And simultaneously calling us all sorts of names because he's like, what am I supposed to do now? How am I supposed to go back to my boss with this? And we had just pods of team that we, teams that we put together to handle oh. the aftermath. So that's, that's a moment that I always look back and think I can remember specifically because of how traumatizing that was. Yeah. yeah. And I don't wish that on anybody. I don't wish it on anybody. But I look back and I go, can I say I've learned some things? Absolutely. But was it worth it to go through that situation? No, I don't know if I wish that on anyone. I think it's safe to say you've given me nightmares (laughs) and probably 
to everyone listening to this story. All I can do, Tones, is say thank you very much and and wish all of our listeners a good night's sleep because I'm not sure they're going to get it after after that horror. <laughs> all thank I can you. do is cross my fingers and hope that you all can get to sleep soundly after that and, and that none of you have to go through any resemblance of an experience like that. Thank you so much. Shall we have another marshmallow? Oh, oh, yes. Ooh, are these s'mores? I love these. Where'd you get these? <laughs> Matt, Matt put me onto them the other day. Oh, Matt was here? Of course. I should yeah. have known. I should have <laughs> known Matt was here. I see his Crocs over there in the corner. <laughs> That's it for today. Go to customersupportleaders.com forward slash 138 for the show notes. And I'll see you next time.